Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, beautiful bride and grooms to be. Welcome back to the Manage My Wedding podcast. Today, I am flipping things on its head because I feel like I always come in here and I'm like, you've got to do this, you've got to do that, and, you know, this is how you do this, this is how you do that. But today I want to talk about what you should not do when you're wedding planning because I don't think I've actually talked about that. Like I give little tips and tricks here, but I've never done a full episode. And these are like simple things, but they're very easy things that you can slip up on and that can make your wedding planning journey a little bit more tricky and difficult and or overwhelming or put you in a sticky situation. So that's what I want to talk about today. Before I get into it, I do want to ask if you have been listening to podcast episodes and you have not left me a review, I would absolutely love for you to just hit pause and just give me a quick review. I'd be so grateful for that. And If you also use the Manage My Wedding app, I would absolutely love the same. Reviews truly, truly help me. So thank you so much. If you have the time, I'd be so grateful. Now, let's talk about what you should not do. Now, I'm going to talk about different stages of the planning journey. The first thing I want to say is when you first get engaged, like you are on this all-time high, like honestly, you're like pumping out the adrenaline, you're so excited, you just want to shout to the roof out on the rooftops that you're just engaged. Actually, I remember when I got engaged, I wound the window down in my car and we were driving up the highway and I was yelling out, I'm getting married, I'm getting married. My partner was just laughing. So, yeah, we literally want to yell it out and let everyone know. And the first thing we can sometimes accidentally tend to do is just dive straight into asking our bridal party if they want to be in the bridal party and will they stand beside you? And that is because we get so caught up in the moment and we just want to tell our besties and we get so excited about that. But I want you to hold off and reframe if you can. You might be too far in now and be like, oh, I wish I heard this advice already. And sorry to those of you who might have got in this situation. But the reason I say it is because I've had this happen time and time again with many of my bridal couples that I've dealt with where the bride's rushed off, she's asked four of her besties, and then later on the groom's like, I like, I don't even want to have a big wedding. I just wanted us to have our one very, very best friend. And look, I totally understand that these days bridal parties don't need to be even on either sides. So one could have two, one could have four, it doesn't really matter. But you still have to align with your partner on how the wedding vision looks. And to them, that idea of having all those people out there just might not be a dream wedding for them. So you have to discuss these sorts of things and you have to like meet in the middle or decide together how that's going to look. And sometimes it might mean you only have two of the four and the other two do readings or they get some other special job or someone's an MC or whatever it is that you've decided. But honestly, Try to hold back in that moment and first think about, you know, are we going to go get married overseas? Are we going to have a destination wedding? To both decide you're going to elope. But there is nothing worse than having to go back to someone and say, I'm so sorry. In the heat of the moment, I got excited. I wanted to have you on your bridal, my bridal party. I still do, but we, I can no longer. 
because I didn't talk with my partner first about what our wedding vision was and how that wedding day looked. So pause and reframe. And to those of you who have already made that little error, (laughs) be honest. Be honest with your bestie and tell them what has happened. Tell them the truth. If they're really, truly a bestie, they're going to understand and find another really special job for them. Just make it a really special one. Like don't just ask them to like hand out, you know, a service booklet because that might not feel like enough to them, but they might be able to be a witness or do a beautiful reading or do a speech or be the MC. you know, think of something really special to make up for that. So that is my very, very first tip of what not to do when wedding planning And that goes for actually everything with the wedding planning. Don't jump into stuff or don't get excited because your really good friend who makes cakes is like, I'm going to make you a cake. Can I make your wedding cake? You're like, yes, yes, definitely. And then later you're like, my wedding cake is not really even us actually. Or no, I don't want a wedding cake. I want cupcakes and they don't do that or what, you know, whatever. They could be any type of supplier. Just don't rush into agreeing to anything. And if people offer to do things for you or, you know, they make a suggestion and they want you to confirm something, just say, I need to discuss these things with my partner. We're not up to that stage in our planning yet. And just, you can leave it at that. So that every part of your planning, I want you to not rush, take a step back, Really think about, is this what my partner and I see in our wedding vision before you go making any decisions? And I know I talk about the wedding vision a lot in all my past episodes because it's a huge component of wedding planning and a huge component of my Calm Bride Planner course. Now, another thing that I don't want you to do when wedding planning, that is constantly talk about it to your partner. There is always one of us, and of course I was it, in my relationship, but there's always one of us that is like the gung-ho wedding planner of the two. You're the one doing everything. You're the one the most excited. You're the one with your head in everything. So you just want to keep talking about it. So you telling everyone everything, it can be really draining for other people. Like it's not their wedding. They're not as excited. They're excited for you, but they're not as excited as you. (laughs) So just take a step back and refrain from that especially with your own partner because you don't want to drive them up the wall and then they're like, I don't want to hear about this wedding anymore and I'm now not excited because you've taken all the fun out of it for me. (laughs) And the same goes for your besties. You don't want them not to want to have a cocktail with you on Friday night because they know all you're going to do is talk about your wedding. And the other thing is that goes hand in hand with this is not actually spilling the beans on everything. Leave some things a surprise, even for your bridal party. You know, if you've got a magician coming as entertainment, don't tell them. Let them get a surprise because people always say, oh, don't tell anyone, but this is happening. (gasps) You know, they don't mean to. They're just humans and that's what they do. They're not gossiping. They're just excited and they repeat things. That's what happens. But they also want a surprise. So try and leave some surprises for everyone. I am a huge advocate for anything that will make your wedding planning easier and Elite Parties does exactly that. Elite Parties is a party planning app that can take the stress out of planning your engagement party or any pre and post wedding events and your hens or bridal shower. You can invite your guests through your phone contacts or email list and the Elite Parties app will send your guests an invite and then they can click on the link to RSVP to your party. 
Imagine how easy this would make your bridal party's job when they are planning your pre-wedding party. The best part about the Elite Parties app is that you can search for listed suppliers, book their services and enjoy the live chat feature with suppliers while easily sharing images of your party inspo. The Elite Parties app will be at your fingertips for years to come. Your baby showers, birthday parties, anniversaries, and any other party you want to plan. You can check out and download the Elite Parties app on Google Play or the App Store. All the details are in the show notes. Now, the other thing that I want to say you should not do or try not to do during your wedding planning is buying your wedding dress before you've even picked a venue or a destination or a location. Please don't do that because I'm telling you, the venue often is a big part of our our vision and how we see the wedding, you know, taking place. And sometimes we see a dress and we've always had our eye on that dress even We've had it secretly wanting to be our dress for a long time. So we rush off, try it on, because that part of wedding planning is so beautiful and so fun and special. And we pay a massive lump sum deposit. Then we go about trying to find our wedding venue. And when we finally have our wedding venue, we're like, oh, my gosh, we're now getting married on the beach in this beach house, which is beautiful and stunning, but I've gone and got a ball gown. Like, can you see how that just does not work? (laughs) So please try not to rush and get your wedding dress first. Choose your wedding venue first or your region or your location. Then go and try on wedding dresses, especially like overseas weddings. If you're getting married in Bali but you haven't picked your venue, that's okay because we know what a Bali wedding would look like, right? (laughs) So you have an idea of maybe what that dress will fit that destination. So that is my tip for your wedding dress. The next thing that I want you not to do during your wedding planning is not to get hung up on some of the requests of those close to us. And I know I talk a lot about don't give in to family and friends, you know, don't learn how to say no that's not what I want for my wedding day and do what you want. But there has to be a fine line sometimes with that. Like if your mother-in-law is just asking for you to, let's say, for example, your mother-in-law's like asking, I'm trying to think of a a really good example now off the top of my head. But let's say your mother-in-law says to you, hey, I'd, I'd really, really, really like to organize the cake. And you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I don't want to do it. And you're like, no, I'm not going to let you. She's really upset. She's got no job to do. Sometimes just got to let them, but you can say to them, yeah, that would be amazing. That would be so helpful. But can you please make sure it's only two tiers? Here's some images of what I want. And here's the coloring of what I want. And these are the flavors my partner and I want. So you're kind of giving them strict kind of guidelines to what you want, but they are organizing it. So they feel like they're being helpful and they don't feel like they're on the outer and they don't know anything about the wedding. So I I just, you know, sometimes you just got to like get over the little things and it's not because you're trying to make them happy, but 
they sometimes want to feel included in what you're doing and they want to feel the love and, you know, that might be, then you might be marrying their only child or their only son or, you know, if, especially if it's an only child, this is the only moment they'll have to ever help one of their children plan a wedding. So sometimes you've just got to let go, but in a way that still suits you, right? <laughs> That's kind of clever. <laughs> so think about what can they do and what advice can I take from them that won't affect me? And I'm not saying again, I don't want to say do not give in to things you don't want. Like honestly, if you're like, no, we want a cocktail party no matter what, but now we're having a sit down to keep my mother happy. No, don't do that. You have to do what you want and what your wedding vision is. But sometimes we have to let other people get involved and do it in a clever way so that they're happy and we're happy. And then no one's upset and no one's hung up after the wedding. I never got to say, I never got to help, you know, so just be smart and clever about it. So they are the main things that I want to say, please don't do in the lead up. They are not like big, massive things, but they're just little things that will help you. They will help you stay organized. They will help you not feel that overwhelm creep in or, you know, getting upset over little things. So I hope that has helped. I do have plenty more of these. So I might do another episode later (laughs) to help you along with these. But if there is something that you're like, oh, I'm really like letting this get to me in the lead up to your wedding and you don't know how to get past it or to deal with it, please come over to Instagram at Manage My Wedding. Come and talk to me. I love chatting to brides on there and saying hello and helping you through those things. Or if you want to have some one-on-one time with me, you can purchase at managemywedding.com a 30-minute or a one-hour private one-on-one wedding consultation time with me, and I actually record that and send you a copy, and I can help you through those difficulties, check where you're at with your planning and help you move forward. If you feel like you need that, then I'm here for you. But again, if you want to just chat on Instagram too, I am there. (laughs) So anyway, I hope that helps you. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organised while planning the wedding of your dreams.